You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. People are talking about the vaccine, the new one against Corona. So, is there any halachic issue about not taking the vaccine? Because is there a, maybe a sakana possibly in taking it? So, there are people that are worried about taking the vaccine because it's new. And it was developed, as our president says, and everyone has to acknowledge, in incredibly record time. So much faster than almost any other vaccine that was ever developed. Now, people don't know if it's going to be so effective in the long run. Now, most of the, uh, I don't know how you refer to them, but he says most of the, uh, most of the, uh, he calls them the Rishuyot um, Abriot, most of the health officials in all these Western countries and maybe not Eastern countries as well, um, which he calls Medinot Amitukonot, the, I guess the, um, the advanced world has said that all of these vaccines seem to be good. Um, and it seems to be, it seems to have passed, although I think they, they jumped to stage three with it. I think they did skip a stage, but the results have been reviewed. And, they canceled the stage. There's no skipping stage. Right, they canceled one of the stages, right? No, no, I don't know. They were not, they cannot cancel the stage. Okay, so... Expedited for a number of reasons. The Chinese um, released the, the full genome of the virus in January, and they have been gearing up for uh, some kind of special virus. So a lot, a lot of things contributed to the expedited. Okay. All right. So Richard is saying, uh, since the genome was released, a lot of the background work was already done. Okay. Um, so he says like this: Rav Asher Weiss says, you know, 250 years ago, when Edward Jenner. Um, developed the vaccine against smallpox. Rabbonim had the same question. Um, uh, Rabbi Stroh Lipschitz, the great author of the Mishnayis, says that uh, Jenner was from the Chassidu Masolam, and he's going to, and he saved so many people. Now, um, the Ferris Stroh, also knowing about vaccinations, uh, writes, um, and especially the smallpox vaccine uh, had a, a, was when it first came out in the turn of the 19th century. The danger inherent in the smallpox vaccine was a lot stronger uh, than what we're talking about here. So Rav Lipschitz writes, "Yes, there is a sakana, and people, some people have died by taking it. But obviously, you look at the statistics." And you see the sakana is much greater when you don't take it. So even though there are some people that this does result in their immediate death or death very soon, the big picture is that it helps. So therefore, every person can assume he's from the ones that are going to be helped. Um, there was a rov in The Hague, actually, which was, of course, uh, uh, The Hague, of course, was in Denmark, and then he, he became the rov in London. Uh, he wrote a sefer, which is available at Hebrew books, called Alim Litrufa, 
and he collected all the, the issues of the Rabbonim of the beginning of the 19th century. And almost all the Rabbonim said, even though there were, de- there were deaths that occurred from the smallpox uh, inoculation, all the Rabbonim said to take it. Now, there was a Rav called Rav Chaim Yehuda Giron. And he was worried about taking it. And he says, look, well, you see this, per- this person died. And since I, I see in front of my face that this guy died, isn't that a sakana? So Rabbi Shmuel Koyen Godel, uh, is safe for Zera Emes, uh, from Italy. He says that, um, that even though it's true, he says that when you take some of the illness into you, which is what, of course, vaccine was, vaccine coming from cows, because they inve- they injected the cows with the the vacas, right? They inge- they ingest they just they put into the cows some of like a, like a basically healthy cow. They opened up a pus. They opened up a pus. They took a pustule of smallpox. They opened it up, and then I don't know how they what exactly how they worked with that, and then they inserted that into the cow's system. Um, so there were some humans who died because they were taking the disease into them. So that's a suffix sakana. So you might say you have no right to put yourself into, into a suffix sakana, especially since you're, you're not sick yet. In other words, if you're not, you, you don't have corona, but you are now taking the vaccine which has elements of the disease in it. So Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol says, I hear the Taina, but we know that the Sakana will be greater to you if you do not vaccinate. Even though right now, you're okay. Now, the Rav who, who wrote him said, I'm scared, Rabbi. I am scared to issue a psak to tell everybody to take this vaccine. Yeah, this was the beginning of the smallpox vaccine. Rabbi Shmuel wrote him back and said, look, I think you should take it. Now, if you're afraid to paskin, because, because you think this is nefoshos, or for whatever reason, you have a right to say, I'm afraid to paskin on this question. You have a right to throw the question to someone else. Um... Yes. Every vaccine is like this. You inject a live virus into the body. That's right. 100%. And there are certain people that will have a very bad reaction to it. Right. There's going to be certain people that will that will have a, a negative reaction. No question about it. Um, one of the great Sephardi uh, Rabbanim, Rab Abdallah Somech, Rab Abdallah. <laughs> Yeah. What did I say? The Hague? I didn't say it was the Netherlands. What did I say? Denmark. Denmark. But, oh. Okay. But the, thing, the smallpox, the vaccine that Jenner used was cowpox, was it which a different so it, it it wasn't as deadly. It was a mild version. And most vaccines do not use the full blown. So and it's very rare that someone dies from the vaccine, but okay. 
Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it happened enough. Anyway, um, one of these Sephardi Rabbonim, Abdullah, and you can, you know, I love this, that he took on a, we talked about non-Jewish. Right pronunciation is Abdullah. Abdullah. But isn't it the same as the Arab Arab name, Abdul, isn't it? It's the same name. It's just Eved Hashem, Ab- Eved La. Right, 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 right. Abdul means like an Eved of Allah, right? Eved of Allah. Like Ovadia, like Avdiel. You know, it's a, they have a variation, yeah. All right. So, okay. So anyway, all right. I, I'm wrong for saying it like an Arab. So it's, it would be more like, how would you say it, Moshe? Ibdallah? Ibdallah? The, the Gesh is not at the Lamed at the end. It's Abdallah. Abdallah. Yes. So that's, so anyway, Rabbi Abdallah Somech um, says, look, I heard, I heard what Rabbi Shmuel wrote and that someone shouldn't paskin. But first of all, he says, we have Rofim Mumchim. And no one I know has been, uh, has been, uh, has gotten sick from this. It happens all the time. And in other words, he didn't want to hear people uh, not telling people not to take the vaccination. Um, of course, we know Chaim Falajia, uh, or this, uh, the Kapa Chaim, right? That they don't, what they do now is they put a needle into the child's fingers and the child doesn't get the smallpox. And they talk about how that advancement, again, this was probably about a, in the 1840s or 1850s. So you see, um, all these Rabbonim, from the beginning of the 19th century through the middle of the 19th century, all pushed for vaccinations. Um, because even though there were deaths, and I don't know, Richard, how many, but they understood the amount of deaths that would occur without the vaccination. So obviously, um, Rav Usherweiss says that Clearly, our vaccines are much, much more safer than what they had Jenner's vaccine. We have a lot more safeguards. And anything those posts can say is so much more true today. Now, um, Rav Osherweiss says that there were 85, uh, he mentions over here, that in terms of the tests for uh, the corona vaccine, there were 85,000 people. I don't know which one he's talking about. If he's talking about um, Pfizer or the other one, um, I, I would assume there might have been more people in the in the study. But he says there were 85,000 people in the study. And no, of, no, the other one, the second one, had about 80 to 85,000, I believe. So that was the. I forgot what the name of it is. The uh, British one. The British one, AstraZeneca, had 80 about 80,000 too. Uh, so he says that half of them, of course, got the vaccine. Half of them got um, the placebo. And he says from the tens of thousands that took the vaccine, not one person died. Um, and from the ones who got the placebo, um, six died. They did die, but it wasn't as a, it wasn't a, 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 as a result of the vaccine. 
Now, why did they die? So they looked into their deaths and they found there was no connection between their deaths and the vaccine at all. Um, now, so Rav Usher is telling all the people that will listen that there's you don't need to worry. And obviously doctors, um, you can rely on them totally and, and completely. Um, sometimes, um, you know, Halacha tells us there is a way, there's times when we do not rely on, on medical medical directives. And there's also, Rav Osher says, cases in Shulchan Aruch about when doctors are saying contradictory things. Um, the, um, now, Here's an interesting question. Um, Rav, well, I'm going to get to Rav Osher's question on Shabbos in a second. just want to go down here a little bit. Okay, so I want to get over here. Almost, even though when doctors argue, there is a halachic uh, precedent of what you do, but here, the, the amazing large percentage of doctors are telling us that the dangers in the vaccine are extremely small. And as we know, Corona is still unfortunately with us. And he says, we, we know that there are people who are dying from it every single day. Rav Usher says that we, are, we have become adish, we become apathetic about it. Everyone is thinking they're going to be all right. Um, in other words, originally, when, like in March and April, everybody was crying over it and was worrying about it. Um, and today, we have to re—we we have to re-energize ourselves. Rav Usher says, with that same sort of not panic, but that same sort of concern that we had before. There are many who had the disease, in other words, there's still after effects that they're having. Um, and the research that's being done in Corona has shown that um, that the it affects many many systems in the person. Um, here he uses a term I'm not familiar with: nezek bilti hafich b'marochet chiyunet biyoser begufa odom. So I'm not sure, but I know um, that it definitely. Uh, I'm not sure if someone wants to translate that: nezek bilti hafich. 
Am it I right? No, it has no cure. The, the nezek has no cure. Uh-huh. So in other words, we're talking about something, uh, whatever the whatever damage Corona has wrought to people, there's no way they're going to get better from it. Um, now, Rav, Rav, Rav Usher says, I, I don't see this because I'm, I'm stuck up here in my, in my attic. But he says that in the beginning of the disease, we heard a lot of speeches about Achtos and Avis Yisrael. And he says today, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of arguments. And um, I'm not sure what he's referring to, but I'll take his word for it that that there is a lot of, I know there's a lot of arguments against the government and, and things, but I, I didn't know if there was, and maybe there's a lot of infighting going on in Israel, uh, I guess from the Haredim and the, and the um, non-Haredi community. I think that's probably what he's talking about. It's a big, big uh, resistance to take the vaccine. People are uh, trying to convince other people not to take the vaccine. So th- this is one of the great post in Eretz Yisrael who's really telling everybody to take it. Um, and he says, He says, I cannot say that everyone is mechuyiv to take it. What you could do instead is stay home or whenever you go out, wear a mask, stay away from people in order to protect yourself and the people around you. Rav Usher says, you, you have the right to say, I'm just going to be in my room. However, Rav Usher says, the more the people will take the vaccine, and people will feel safer about it, then what's going to happen is, In other words, um, you have to be careful as well. Um, So you should take the vaccine, um, as he says, let's read it again, so in a way, we have to be worried about it because I guess if you're not vaccinated and everyone, no one is being careful not to be near you, it's possible you might, again, I'm not sure exactly why he's saying this, but again, he says it's the right thing to do. Now, now that Rav Osher has Paskin that, let's talk about Shabbos. An interesting question. This is a question from the 27th of Kislev. So that was on um, Sunday, this past Sunday, uh, or Moitzai Shabbos. This is when the Shaila came out. And it was Dr. Alicia Cohen, who is a, although it sounds like he's a Cohen, he is a doctor in London. And this was his question. In England, they have already started giving the vaccine, as we know. And America was a couple of days later, I believe, right? But I think England beat us to it. And I think the vaccine was, they had the American vaccine, right? I think they were doing the, or, or maybe Richard, I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyway. I think they had the British one. Russia also developed one that they've used, and, China, and the Chinese have been... Uh, um, distributing it to uh, Asian countries, but mostly the poor Asian countries. 
Uh-huh. England, England used the American one. You sure? I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. Yes, yeah, Pfizer. Right. So anyway, who are the ones who get the vaccine first? He said, "Anashim in bayot rufuyot shenimtsim beramat sikun gavoa." Older uh, people who have pre-existing conditions who are considered, in a way, more in the danger category. So the way they know who these people are, and each of them has a certain assigned time when he's supposed to come to the health, I guess, sort of like a, uh, not a hospital, but something like a hospital, like like an emergency clinic, and that's where they're going to give the vaccine. I think here in America, they're talking about giving them in the uh, CVSs, right? And the Walgreens. I think that's what they're talking about doing. I think so. That was one. Right? Right? Yes, that's one plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And even Walmart, I think, said was anything with a large number of distribution centers that has some pharmaceutical components. So all the Walmarts would qualify. Yeah. So So anyway, the point is in England, they're going to these uh, to these clinics to get it. So now, um, obviously, in the first go round, there's a limited amount of, of vaccine uh, of vaccines for everyone. So if you don't show up on your date, you're going to get pushed into the next round. Uh, and we don't know when that is right now. We hope it's going to be soon. So, but you're still not sure. So let's say the person gets a letter and he's supposed to show up to the uh, um, to the CVS or whatever it is on Shabbos. So, should he go? So, Rav Usher says, it's clear that you can't drive there <laughs> to get the vaccine. Um, even if you want to say that the rates of corona are rising where you are, but you can't say, oh, it's Bikuach Nefesh. Uh, a lot of say, what? Well, it's not Bikuach Nefesh? Well, it's hard to say that it's so much Bikuach Nefesh that you can, you know, drive a car to the CVS to get there. Or to ask a guy to drive the car for you. Why? Because you're not, at this point, there's ways for you not to get sick. Which is, stay at home, wear the mask, avoid crowds, avoid people, and you probably won't get it. Um, the other reason why you're not going to be matir to get into the car because of Chavez is that, okay, so you'll get it the next go-round. Now, if, however, you could walk to the CVS, or right? Um, and obviously getting the, uh, the, the nurse there to stick you with the needle, the injection, uh, the injection is clearly not is not ulcer. Um, now, it's not even called a psychoratia, that you know blood is going to come out. The only iser is that maybe the guy is going to um, write into the computer that uh, uh, Mr. Schwartz got his vaccine. So that you don't have to worry about. Does the fact that there's two doses that are separate in time make a difference? Going on Shabbos is not completing anything. It's you need the second dose a few days later, I believe. Right, but it's part of the right, but it's still part of the refuah. The Gemara talks about getting a dose that, that needs a number of days to work, a first and second dose. 
Um, but over here, the only question is, is the guy. Well, all right. Um, what did the guy do? The guy wrote down, you didn't do a malacha. You, because of you, the guy wrote something down. So the truth is, is that you probably are some type of chola anyway. Even if you don't have the, the, the corona virus, but the reason why you're getting it is because you're a guy with high blood pressure. You're a guy with some sort of a chola type of situation. And therefore, there's not a problem. Um, the other reason there's not a problem of the guy writing anything down, um, the guy's not doing it because of you. In other words, it's not like, hey, write this down for me, buddy. The guy has a job to do. That's a good question. Dr. Gluck is asking, what about if you need to sign something? Um, and you probably do, right? <laughs> you probably have to show up there on Shabbos with an ID. Do you have to sign your name? Probably, right? Yes, I would think you have to authorize it. Yeah. yeah. To get a test, you have to sign to get the test. <laughs> Um, okay. It might be Kathy. I don't know. Um, um, Couldn't you register ahead of time? Kind of like, you know, people going to have a baby. Sometimes they can do that. Oh, just so you don't have to sign. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. He doesn't, I'm surprised he doesn't deal with this. Yeah. Sign. If you register ahead of time, is that, then you can do it on Shabbos. It seems like if you can register ahead of time, you can do it before Shabbos. Right, you can even get you can even get you can even get the vaccine before Shabbos. <laughs> yeah, you if it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, let, maybe in Israel then. Let's All right, so here let's do one last thing here. This actually is from yesterday, I think. Right, when was Rosh Chodesh Tevis? Uh, was it the day before yesterday or yesterday? Yesterday. Right. How many days Rosh Chodesh was it this time? One. Around? One day. One day. Right. So this was Mamish. This this was Mamish yesterday. This Shaila Mamish. Hot off the press, hot off the press from Rav Asher Weiss, Rosh Chodesh Tevis, Tav Shin Pei Aleph. And this is from, um, this is actually, um, he is the Rav in uh, the Young Israel in Woodmere. And I believe, is this Rabbi Shechter's son? Shai Shechter, right. This is Rav Herschel Shechter's son, who sent, <laughs> could have asked his father, but he's asking here, um, He's asking here to Rav Asher Weiss. So, what was the question? Um, here's the question. You have an Isha Yishara V'yikara. HaMishameshes Kirofa. So, what is she? She's a doctor. Ve'ekev kach nechshefet v'negifa korona. She has been um, exposed to corona. And uh, she's waiting to get the vaccine in order that this way um, she will not be um, uh, you know in- infecting others now she is not infected she is exposed to it exposed to it the vaccine not to be infecting others right right because she's going to be hanging around she's going to be around people with corona so having the vaccine is important obviously now 
The other people she's around are probably more susceptible because she deals with sick people. She's a doctor, so anything she has is more likely to transmit than anybody else. So once again, just like the question from England, there's probably going to be a time that the health workers will have a date when they're all going to be ready to get, I think the first one in, in America was a nurse, right? Yeah, I think New York, uh, the other, the New York Long, Long Island Jewish, right? Yes, so was, I think so. Yeah. Now, and again, the same thing is going to happen. If you don't show up, they're going to push you off. So the question again was, should this woman be Machal Shabbos to get to the hospital, whatever it is, to get the vaccine? So um, as he says, he told Rav Shechter, he told Shai Shechter the same thing. You can't be Matar Chil Shabbos Daraisa, um, as we see. Um, and, and you can even look at this woman herself, as Moshe points out. She's been doing her job for months, and she has Ubar Hashem lo nidbaka, and she has not caught it. So you see from her herself that, that it's not Pikuach Nefesh, because you see that if she knows how not to catch it. Now, you could say, well, maybe she could catch it. So we said, once again, it's hard to figure out the pikuach nefesh in this situation. And therefore, it's hard to know whether you can just be moderate. Now, so he says, that you're going to be matter at the Rabbanon. We know that she is around, and like Richard points out, she's around people who are nimtas bekvutsat sikun. The rabim arofim bachoyos And many of the doctors and people she's around have gotten it. Um, and we know that if she gets it, she is a spreader because of what her position is. Um, and she could actually be working with someone who really has a sakana. So he believes that he's more matir for her. In other words, the old man in England should walk to the CVS. But the doctor... In, in, the, in the five towns, the doctor in the five towns, Rav Usher Weiss feels, should, they should call an Uber for her. And um, she should go get the vaccine on Shabbos. So that is uh, Rav Usher Weiss's psak, which I think is interesting, the difference between, uh, and I think you guys, you guys will agree, um, that he, he's more worried about this woman making sure she's there on the front line. All right, so that's our, uh, our, our... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.